everyone. This is your one and only source, a Gossip Girl podcast. I'm Olivia. And I'm Miranda. And we are here to talk to you today about season one, episode one of the 2021 version of Gossip Girl. What a moment. I have been waiting for this for so long. I was looking back at my Twitter today and I had a tweet from March of 2016 that said, how long do we have to wait until we get a reboot of Gossip Girl? And kids, we made it. You manifested this. (laughs) I really really did. And um, I would like to thank Josh Safran for this gift that he's uh, bestowed <laughs> upon us. Giving, uh, you're giving them like the Emmy uh, Emmy speech. Like, I would like to thank God first and foremost. And then I would like <laughs> to thank Josh Safran. He couldn't be here tonight. I, I would be the accepting same thing this. In Gossip Girl world. <laughs> I'll be accepting this Emmy on his behalf. Thank you. <laughs> I will. Um, I was going to ask um, if on the off chance anyone involved hears this, anyone knows Josh, send me his address so I can send him a gift basket. Um, that's just something Olivia and I it's a nice you. rollover. We've never actually sent someone a gift basket, but like I would send Josh Saffron a gift basket. What would be in Josh Saffron, uh, Saffron's gift basket? I feel like he'd be a hard person to get a gift basket for. I think so too. I think it would probably be like a your, nice uh, your ma- uh, manuscript for no for the book reading, right? <laughs> my fan fiction that I'm gonna write. No, um, it's just a gift basket of fan fiction. <laughs> no, no, I would never. I would never. Um, if you ask for it, sure, but like never unsolicited. Um, the, I like that policy. I mean. Oh, it's so important. It's it's crucial. Anyway, I, I think what would be in the gift basket for me would be like some nice baked goods, you know, like similar to the ones that Obi brought the the protesters, the strikers. I think they were striking over to there. Yeah, yeah. I think, I mean, for Josh Safran, I feel like he's like kind of one of those people who has everything, maybe like a really expensive candle or, you know, like something like really like, I don't know like yeah glamorous within reason it like, would have to be fancy I don't know so that's, that's right like me. something like, that's super fancy yeah <laughs> I love I love a baked good anyway any of the people involved in this I would send them all gift baskets I'm not going to but like I would you know <laughs> right right if I had the means time and uh information to make that possible I absolutely would do that absolutely so this episode is called just another girl on the MTA. I'm very excited that they are continuing the tradition of naming these episodes after movies. I love that like we still have that happening Um, and they have so many new movies to like name episodes after. Like what a gift. So I feel like because they like I I'm not super aware of like all of these episode titles. I feel like something we should definitely do moving forward is like say what the movie is like what the original oh, movie is. I, let me look it up because i it's, oh, it's just another girl on the something but i don't know exactly what it, it's just another girl on the irt that's oh what the movie is the IRT. i don't know okay. never heard of it truly but not the li double r or something like that i'm like okay we could yeah, just I'm sound sure. like girl on the mta but whatever no but it has to be it has to be the movie title but like girl girl oh girl it's just another girl a. on the oh, irt well, i know but i was thinking like girl on a train but like Oh, that's good too. Girl on a commuter train or something. Yes. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's a blonde girl. She's on a train. That's how all uh, shows in the Gossip Girl universe seem to start off. I do um, like the homage. I appreciate it. Me too. And I liked all the kind of similarities in outfits and stuff. I, you know, it's nice. Yeah. That like a uh, leather, but like, I feel like I saw somewhere recently or somebody in some interview, somebody was saying that like Serena was wearing like a trench coat. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure it was like a moto jacket. Like it was like a brown leather jacket. I think it was more like a blazer. Okay. Because I was saying, I don't think Serena would wear a trench coat. No, like trench a coat is leather trash, trench coat. Yeah, absolutely. But if she but was yeah. wearing a trench coat, it probably would be leather. So I don't know. Um, I don't remember. <laughs> the clothes in this one were good, but let's, 
yeah, should we just jump right into it now that we're talking about, you know, the girl herself on the MTA? Sure, if we're going to call her the girl herself, <laughs> sure. So yeah, we do. We start off. Not uh, my main character of this fucking oh my God. show. <laughs> <laughs> Olivia, not my president. Olivia, not my main character. <laughs> right. That's I don't think she is the main character, but, um, you know, it's fine. As hard as she's going to try, she is not the main character of this show. <laughs> That's fine. I don't think she thinks of herself as it either. I don't know. Um, so Tavi absolutely thinks of herself as the main character uh, of the show. Think, uh, I don't think so. Um, so we start off with an opening image of the title itself, just another girl on the MTA. It is Kate Keller, a teacher at Constance St. Jude's, which apparently now they're kind of merged, which is interesting. She is watching Julian Calloway's Instagram stories voluntarily, but closes the app with an eye roll. So I'm sensing some hypocrisy here. Um, I'm also sensing some psychopath tendencies because she watches Instagram stories on the train with full volume, which is psychopath behavior. If you do that, um, don't. Like, that's like, those are the people that like, deserve to be murdered like those that's like a special you're a special group of people that like no like full volume people who listen to things on full volume without headphones in in public are just like their own breed yeah if anyone's doing that with this podcast stop it like turn it off I mean actually do it louder with this podcast but only this podcast but I also won't do it with this podcast (laughs) that would be I feel weird like in my car with the with the windows up like I feel still feel weird about it oh god okay (laughs) Then what happens? Oh, um, so then we're introduced to Julian Calloway, uh, Constance's Queen B, uh, maybe Queen J. But yeah, okay, I can go for that. Um, it doesn't have the same ring to it as Queen it's B. Because I think like little J. So mm-hmm. um, sending a, a photo of an ugly brooch to her stylist slash PR team, Monet and Luna. Monet is coming to us from a cavernous dining room with, with servants and poodles. The poodle was a lot both of them yeah they were huge um we see luna preening herself in a dressing room of her own julian's dad davis is also hanging out in her closet as he's leaving for la for a session with billy i assume billy eilish right like i, think, I mean that has to be what they're referencing. it's not like billy joel it's not so. oh. <laughs> no, it's not. um it's not billy crystal i don't know any other Billys, oh my god maybe it was also- actually like a producer for like animated movies <laughs> <laughs> it could be. Um, it was also spelled out B-A-L-L-I-E. So it was okay. definitely supposed to be Billy. Um, it's very interesting to me in general how like she's a junior, but she's supposed to be like the queen bee, like head of the school. Wouldn't there be a senior that would be more of the queen bee? I don't know, especially when you're like a new junior, that just doesn't really make sense to me. But Blair was the same way. Like they all seem to be very in charge of the school, but they were juniors. So I don't know. Also, Oh, go ahead. I mean, yeah, I feel like there. this is just like a suspension of reality that we're just supposed to like assume is something that actually happens. I can't imagine that there's like, also like the way the teachers are like very much like into these kids. It's like, are there no seniors at this school? Like what happens to them? Like, yeah, because know. no one into seems to these care. Kids is the way you want to say I mean, it. it gets so weird. So yeah, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. Um, I also noticed that Julian has a fireplace in her closet, which really like, let's sit with that for a moment. It seems like something that would kill all of your Sims in the Sims 4. <laughs> but like, also, I can't closet. imagine having like a working fireplace being like good for your clothes and like shoes that's very true. and bags fireplace it's not like you know a wood-burning stove that right would be good. maybe it's electric <laughs> I don't know yeah um, I would hope so because like that cannot be good for like all those expensive bags and things and also like it must be August like she's burning she's got her fireplace on in August which you know so far it's maybe it's like a hologram <laughs> I don't know or if it's like one of those tv screens you just see like a youtube ad pop up on it <laughs> 
that maybe it should, yeah, it's like actually on. just like a TV. It's just like a projector that's projecting a fireplace onto the wall. Could be. I love that for her. It, it looked real. I don't know, but I've, I've been, uh, burned before. I've been, I've been lied to before. So burned works better because it's yes. a fireplace. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> anyway. Um, we then see Max Wolf in his kitchen with his two loving dads in what seems to be a very healthy home life question mark. Like it seemed very nice lovely um obi is giving baked goods to a strike line and he knows the organizer by name and aki and aubrey are in bed together you know um talking about their relationship struggles maybe that's a good way to say that i don't know um then zoya is shown in her own bedroom on the upper west side pulling a box of shoes out from under her bed and she also stares at a photo of who we later find out is her mom so Zoya is new. She's a new scholarship student who is at Constance because it'll give her a better chance to get into Yale drama, or at least that's what she's saying right now. We also learn that her half-sister also goes to Constance, and as far as her dad is aware, they are estranged. Right. So, and I would like to point out that, like, while <laughs> their apartment, while Zoya's apartment is nothing compared to the apartments that we've seen thus far, um, Zoya's is perfectly lovely and like not small in any way shape or form I think like from the old gossip girl they definitely gave us this perspective that like Dan living in Brooklyn was like destitute in this giant loft situation that he had where like I I think they're trying to do that again with Zoya and like I'm not buying it this time people no so it was cute it was like super cute they do say like oh they're in their grandmother's apartment wink wink to the doorman yeah um so they're under some kind of like rent control situation which I'm sure helps but like if you just gave that apartment like a fresh coat of paint and a good like Lysol I'm sure it would be beautiful it right you know, it looked very nice yeah it was super nice I mean especially for two people like I mean it was, it was very nice I, I mean like it was like nothing in comparison to the other apartments that we saw but still I mean it wasn't bad also there was like Not a third person in um in Max's kitchen and I couldn't figure out our fourth person I guess so his two dads and then was there like one or two extra people (laughs) like there was more people than I expected he was using a name I think there was only one person that I'm assuming is his Dorota probably okay because he said Um, like dad and then pop or something like that like he used like two like pop and rocky or something yeah like like someone yeah maybe I'm just thinking like Belinda Blake's my mind but like (laughs) it was something like that I don't know I I feel like it started with an r but I'm not 100% sure okay because I'm like is Rocky Flintstone is (laughs) Max Wolf's Dorota explains a lot it makes so much more sense yeah um yeah and uh I feel like Obi like is like the kind of guy who like he knows the organizer by name not necessarily because like they're super close but like he has made a point to memorize his name yeah he's that kind of rich guy that's like I'm gonna be super nice to like the waiter just to make a point right just to like so people know me as that super rich guy who's also super nice yeah I do want like with him I really wonder if it's like a it, it if it's him being nice out of like a genuine desire to be nice or if it's him being nice like to cover up for his guilt like I would love that to be explored a little bit more right I don't I I definitely felt yeah and like I definitely felt the same way like I so I like feel very differently about like I feel like Julian and Obi are going to be like painted and like I don't know not the same not they're definitely not the same but like I they're I think they're both like good people are like supposed to be good people in different ways and like I just like don't buy Obi's like 
he's the good guy thing. Like, I think like we're really supposed to buy into it. And I'm just like, I just don't like, I feel like Julian is so much more like genuine when she is being nice. Mm-hmm. And like, and not that she's like mean all the time, but like her like kindness is very like meaningful where like his is like so superficial. And like, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't like Obi. And I feel like I'm supposed to, but I don't. I feel exactly the same way. He bothers me so much. I find him like, oh, man, people aren't nice to me, but like I have a billion dollars. I'm like, shut up. Like, get right. over like, yourself. And even like Go later, on. Zoya is like, this is your, this is your, like, you have the whole floor and he's like oh the whole God. building. I'm like, well, okay, we'll there, was, that nece- was that necessary to say? Like, yeah, he okay. really could have just said, yes. Yeah, <laughs> this is my, this is, this is where I live. Like, this yeah. is it. This is it, you know, close some of the doors, be like, nope, that's a closet. It's a fourth bedroom. Like, right. Because if you really cared about those strikers, you'd be handing them like $100 bills instead of pastries, but whatever, you know, do you? Um, He did say, that's the least I can do. So it's like, okay, you're saying it, but like, truly, like, not in like a colloquial, like, or like, you know, metaphorical sense. It is quite literally the least you can do. So, um, Okay. Uh, yeah. So cut to Julianne Monet and Luna on the steps of Constance unboxing a Louis bag and taking first day photos. Uh, Luna verbally assaults a teacher for trying to get into their place of work. Julian poses and then spills coffee all over Kate Keller. See, I thought Kate Keller spilled coffee all over Julian. I think it's Julian's fault, but Julian right. spilled Kate's coffee. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Cause like I saw it as like Kate runs into, yeah, it was Kate's coffee. Okay. Um, and Kate is, Kate Keller is revealed to be a Constance teacher. Mm -hmm. So this purse, uh, is so (laughs) beautiful. Like, I feel like this is like just the beginning of our HBO max experience as opposed to our CW experience. Like gone is the like zoomed in sidekick or uh Verizon Envy phone close-up like that's what's supposed to be super cool like now we have this like unbagging of this Louis Vuitton I'm trying to remember how to say it yeah capuchins yeah every time I see that I think of a monkey yeah like capuchin yeah yes yes it's a it's a Marcel monkey and um it it retails for $5,350 so that's nice I mean I think I still have my I still have my VPN on from watching Love Island. So like when I Googled that, it, it gave me it in pounds. I tried to do the conversion. It wasn't, this, it didn't work. But I, it's I also, also out of stock. My, <laughs> so. oh, yeah, um, it also, I, I Googled it also to figure out because Monet says like, oh, good thing she didn't get coffee on the Capucines. Um, it would take her a month salary to pay for it, which I was like, oh, okay. Then how much does Monet think Kate makes in a month? 5,300, which, you know, after taxes, not bad at all. Yeah, yeah. I also, mean, I had a note in here that I took out for time. The average salary, because this was something that like uh, Zora brought later. up later, the average salary of a private school teacher in New York is, I think it was like 53000 Okay, so Constance is like doing okay. Yeah, but it would take her more than a month to pay off the capuchines. After right. taxes, I think, Was it capu- capuchines? I don't know, whatever. I like remember, I like noted to remember what she said and then forgot. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah it's definitely, gorgeous. I think it's the most expensive Louis bag. I mean, it's definitely like, that is like my style. Like I love the clean lines. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just gorgeous. Also, Kate, galleria girl. Right. Kate immediately annoys the shit out of me. Like, I mean, I let her get off the train, but like, oh my God, she's annoying. Like, yeah. And I, I, I don't know. It gets, I, it gets beyond annoying quickly, but like it's, it's starts as annoying and escalates. So. 
I didn't mind it that much. I think I'm getting used to her a little bit. It's like a specific kind of cadence of speech that she has that right. says like, I was a precocious child. Like that's what that accent is. I don't know. I think I'm getting a little bit more used to it. And I actually, I was at first, I was kind of like, she's younger than some of these cast members. I don't know if I'm going to buy her as a teacher. I do. And I know that's, that might be an unpopular opinion, but I would not buy her as a student. Oh, absolutely not. I, I definitely buy her as a teacher, but like, it's not even like the, I don't know, is she, yeah, she's very like pretentious for like being someone who's not supposed to be pretentious, I guess. Um, but yeah, I, I think she's also supposed to be like an English teacher, which I know like she writes in real life, but like, I don't know that I, I buy it. I don't know. Oh, I, think I feel, you do. I, like, you that, know, she's like, I could write in that tone. It's like, okay, voice. cool. She said voice. Oh sure. yeah. I could write, I could write in that voice. It's like, okay, okay. We get it. We get it. You teach English in high school. Congrats. I don't honestly, with the voice, I don't think she nailed it that first time around. It was definitely a little bit different, but we'll get there. We'll get there. Um, yeah, that's, we will. <laughs> that's, that's we certainly will. <laughs> um, so we then get an intro to some of the other teachers who, to me, made Kate Keller more likable because these people were just all very strange. I, I find them all super odd. They were um, all a bizarre group of people, and they all were dressed. They they all were dressed like, in like Goodwill meets community theater. Like mm-hmm. like community theater does like I don't know some shade to the costume damn Yankees. Wow. I mean, they looked ridiculous. <laughs> like they looked so stuffy and like, they were all wearing like blazers with like sweaters. Like some, one of them had a like jean dress with like a knit, like sweater vest over the top. I'm just like, there's so much going on here. They're all a little quirky. Certainly. Anyway. So we are introduced to Martine, the one who is later fired. I'm giving you a little bit of a description here. Cause you will not know these people's names. Um, Wendy, who's the one with like red curly hair and has sort of like sad girl, weird girl vibes. Um, then we have Jordan, who's the dorky one who seems obsessed with Kate. Um, and then we have Rebecca, who's the Constance class of 09, who tells them all about Gossip Girl and how it kept the students in line. And as she's doing this, you literally, like, not literally, but you see the gears turning in the faculty's heads. And I try anything at this point. So they're desperate. Is something that uh, one of the teachers who looks like a long lost Cullen sibling says, his name is Rafa, because apparently that's a name. Um, and he says, maybe we should try it. And the others are skeptical, but you know, this is the reason for the show. So we know better. This is, this is happening. There's not a lot of suspense here. No, no. Like, you know where this is going. We're like, I feel like in the weeks leading up to this premiere, uh, it was like supposed to be like a, not, I feel like it was, this is, yeah. Like it was like a reveal where it's like, okay, there's no reveal here. They're just like, go right into it. Yeah, they made it seem like there would be a twist at the end of this episode. And right. there was never a secret. Yeah, there no. was never like a secret about this, which like I, I prefer and I think it flows nicely from the, because I did, uh, I did watch the, the series finale of the original oh. Gossip Girl yesterday. And like, I think it like flows nicely, like mm-hmm. the like universe kind of like moves nicely into this. So like it works for me, but it's but like it's not like a reveal you know it's just like that's the plot I think the way they did it works but part of me wishes they did something else I don't know what else they've done and I'm sure they will like make this better but honestly like get all of the other ones fired like I don't need five teachers to like keep track of and like right it's like I don't need the Scooby-Doo gang of teachers like basically stalking children like the only the only ones that I found 
notable that kind of stood out to me were Kate and uh, Jordan and Rafa. Those right, the, the two, ones. I think it was the two guys. Yeah, there's like one they... of them that I didn't even name because I didn't catch her name. Yeah, yeah. The two guys seemed like, seemed like the most like, also like the most like up to date kind of. Also, like they seemed like the most intelligent, like technologically, like also, they like, could the hell keep going. Teach? <laughs> right, like <laughs> I feel like they all teach theater. Like yeah. all of them, like the acting of the teachers wasn't good. Like yeah, I will say of everything on, on the show, I, I like say that they all did a great job. Right, but like they were all very campy almost so like it definitely leaned into the comedy like this is a comedy this is not a drama right and like I could see where they could phase some of these people out very easily yeah you know kind of similar to what they did like I was thinking about it in terms of like I was thinking about all the people that we saw as like Blair's minions like what the hell happened to Nelly Yuki like I want them to tell me where Nelly Yuki is when they're talking about the former student references that like come in here like when they're talking about Nate Archibald when they're talking about Nelly Yuki where is Nelly Yuki she's in Palo Alto running Google like Nelly Yuki was like at Yale with with Blair right she they both went to I'm yeah I mean Nelly Yuki is definitely in Palo Alto doing something yeah good I buy that I mean maybe not good but like you know expensive mm-hmm. <laughs> I think she's rich she makes they lots are, of they're all rich right right they're all still rich <laughs> except maybe Chuck <laughs> we'll see yeah Chuck probably had his assets seized I don't know yes yeah yeah um so oh okay um so then we switch back to the students the juniors and seniors are reunited oh did, we, did you say this oh um kind of yeah okay so um so Kate so Kate had like originally said she says a quote like we're still in high school when they're like bent over this computer like looking like they're talking about like it feels like we're still in high I don't know she says we are still in high school and like it certainly applies both to their physical location and their like mentality like these Mm -hmm. teachers are children like they are not acting like adults like they like and I understand that there's like a level of control that these students are like exerting onto them and it's shitty but still like you, this is not the way <laughs> this is not the way to fix that yeah I'm sure it gets hard for them to exert control when we literally see someone get fired for like trying to put these kids in their place like you just can't like you have to right. do a job right exactly but I don't know that like this is the solution to that like I think yeah. like this <laughs> is a little drastic yeah this is this is bordering like predatory criminal in some ways we'll, so we'll get there. <laughs> yeah yeah so it's you know anyway. the show we'll get there yeah. Um, so then we switch back to the students and the juniors and seniors are reunited. We get more established relationships here. Max, Luna, Monet, and Julian are, um, are friends and Julian and Obi are a couple. Julian's, uh, Julian's annoyed because Obi was supposed to look good enough to be featured on her Instagram story, but she gets over it quickly. Um, Audrey and Aki join the crew of besties. Exposition dump from Audrey. Zoya is Julian's sister, and she came to the school like a stalker, which I don't know that that's true. Headmistress that's what Audrey says. Right, which, okay, Audrey. Um, Headmistress Burton gave Julian a heads up, and Zoya and Julian's dads hate each other. Uh, Zoya arrives and passes the group, stare, sharing a look with Julian, and the rest of the group hate Zoya for like because she's a freshman, um, and also probably because Julian did not appropriately prepare them for her rival. Yes. So I feel like really this part for me is where I really started getting kind of confused with all of the backstory in the background and with the sort of like, are they, are they friends? Meaning uh, Julian and, and Zoya, like, are they friends? Are they not? Etc. Um, I would be so confused <laughs> like, 
if I did not have the amount of background that I do. I also think like when Julian is seeming very optimistic about this, but all of her friends are being such haters, like she really should have done a better job here. Like the character of Julian, like if she really is supposed to really be this influencer and influencer, like, did I just say that twice? <laughs> she really supposed to be influential and an influencer. She'd be able to influence her friends to like her sister. Right, right. And I think like, as a viewer, this was like more convoluted than like it needed to be. It was like very bogged down with like these kind of like weird details that no, that it aren't like really expressed until later. Like the whole mm-hmm. Zoya Julian thing was more complicated than it needed to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think like that could have been cleaner, but like, whatever. I'm not yeah. about it. I think, I think a lot of the background probably comes from them wanting to make this seem like a real established friend group with like all mm-hmm. of these different dynamics and stuff, but having like too many characters to do it in a clean way. Um, I think that's right. probably what happens. But and like they're not developed enough to just like throw like to like to where you would understand where these reactions were coming from if you just like mm-hmm. let everybody react individually. So they just have to do this like group situation, which like makes sense. But I I feel like Julian just saying this is my sister. She's a part of our group now. Like could have sufficed and like mm-hmm. kind of like let it slow burn with these people yeah, I don't she know. said if she didn't tell them that Zoya came to the school in the way like in a stalkery way if she said like right oh I was talking to Zoya I messaged her I told her that I really liked the school so she applied got in and moved here like enough like it's the city of New York there are many many reasons why someone would want to come to New York it doesn't necessarily have to be because they're a stalker but she right. kind of made it this whole story I think I figured out why later on, but it took me like, it took me watching it twice to be like, why the hell is she telling, telling her friends this whole like rigmarole story? Right. And like, and we'll get to it later also, but like, I feel like this secret like wasn't worth it. Like it it doesn't pay off. That's why I have this later on in our notes. I can just say it now. Like the secret ends up being that Julian pay, that Julian's dad donates a lot of money to this fund for scholarships. So Julian has somewhat of a say and a sway on who, hi Brody, um, (laughs) on who gets to like get these scholarships. And so she put Zoya's name forward and said, give Zoya a scholarship. And to me, it's like, tell your friends that. I think the reason why she didn't want to tell her friends that is because she didn't want them to like tell her parents, like she didn't want them to tell her dad, but like these do not seem like the kind of kids who are telling their parents things. Right, right. Who like interact with their parents, especially her her dad. Yeah. And Yeah. yeah. And like, I don't think they like they also like she seems to also be kind of aside from Obi like she seems to be mostly like the moral authority of the group too. Mm -hmm. And like, I don't think they're going to like judge her for, for like, going behind like by like buying her they all seem pretty cool which is like buying whatever the fuck they want like even if it means like overstepping boundaries and things like that so like I just don't really understand why it needed to be a secret like and like it seems like this relationship with Zoya has been pretty well developed between the two of them so like it's weird that this entire time it seems like she's kind of been painting to her friends that Zoya is like a weirdo stalker and it's like well if you I don't know like yeah if you would just like prime them up a little bit better like right not that she's a creep and now she's gonna join our group like I yeah yeah, it it was doesn't it like makes me think weird things about Julian's motivation so like hopefully they kind of iron that out or something I'm not sure I also like why is Julian seems nice why is she friends with Monet and Luna frankly like it doesn't make sense to me right because like so like and that's something I wasn't expecting going into into this episode I like 
was not expecting to like Julian as much as I did. Like I mm-hmm. loved her. She um, looks like a sweetheart. Right. Like she seems like great. And I think she, because she reminds me of like the better, like who you wanted Serena to be, you know, like Serena had a lot of like weird quirks that like didn't go well. And like, I feel like Julian is like the more like put together Serena and like, I, I, you really, I feel like she's like super, super likable and Monet and Luna are the worst. And it doesn't make sense to me why they would be friends. And she like lets them kind of like push her around a little bit. And like, that doesn't seem like, I don't know, like they keep trying to like establish Julian as like the leader of this group. And like, it kind of doesn't seem like that is the case. Like she would be the pushover in this group in reality, frankly. And like, right. Cause even like Audrey kind of like bulldozes. Luna would be the lead, honestly. I don't know. Right. I think it's because it's because like, Monet is kind of a manager character and like Luna is the character that's like preening and styling so she ends up being kind of the one to be the one to like take that on and on, as, as an INFJ I can really relate to that feeling between um between Luna and Monet of like wanting to build up this other person instead of themselves but I don't see them being INFJs. <laughs> no well and like so I got like big time Blair vibes like instantly from Audrey like I felt like Audrey was like even like her mannerisms and like the cadence she's of her speech mean. she's so mean but like also that's who Blair was to begin with so I think I mean and to end with um like that's kind of who well, Blair she's was like unhappy in her relationship with this sad boy she's like maybe flirting with this bad boy character like it's very Blair vibes from Audrey right um, but even just like the her how she like uh even like with the bangs and how she just like darts her eyes around when she like says things she like I from watching like Blair like one hour and then seeing Audrey I'm like oh my god like I I don't I'm sure like she watched the show you know or it was like influenced by that also but like it was it was like was very stark to me where I didn't think it was going to be I thought they were going to be very different and I kind of like found them to be very similar um and yeah and like none of these I also I don't get why like Julian and Obi do not fit in this group like whatsoever like both of them don't fit like they don't these two people probably wouldn't be and I get that they have this like very long established history however I don't feel like they would be friends Obi I think fits into the group a little bit better to me but it seems to me like like Obi and Aki make sense as friends to me right like I see them and I see like they totally make sense and I see Aki and Matt and uh and Max as friends too like I think those three people the the guys go together (laughs) right but like even like their interact like I think like the the guys work definitely but like yeah I don't see Julian I I think the reason for that is like the girl characters are much more like developed and three-dimensional so we're like they don't get together but these guys are much more like flat so we're like yeah they work fine sure yeah yeah they like seem like they would get along fine whatever they all have interest in being their boys cool move (laughs) on (laughs) um so we had some fun quotes here from the boys speaking of them so julian says the sun's arrived and max says he has indeed which i thought was cute um talking about um they were talking about the sun because they were taking pictures and then max like refers to himself as the sun which i was like oh adorable there's another line here from Max and Aki and Max says you have a half sister and then Aki says he was at Burkine and I'm like he was in Germany during the pandemic like is that just a weird reference from Aki or like was Max actually like in Germany like was the Burkine open like during a pandemic yeah I feel like like I mean, I, I don't know. I, I think like everything is believable now. And now that I've seen like, if you have I enough mean, money, Burkine is open. Right. Right. Like I've watched, like, I mean, they filmed below deck sailing out and below deck med during the pandemic. So like, it's possible. Below like it's the only barometer. 
I mean, they're like yachts. They're like mega yeah. yachts. So like, if you're rich enough, you can fly to Europe from Texas and, you know, have a vacation in the middle of a pandemic if you yeah, want. Just I'm like, like how, where the fuck do these people fly into? So yeah, I don't, I don't know, but apparently it's possible. vaguely like the things that go down there. It just doesn't make sense to me that it would be open. So I don't know. What, what is um, it? I don't Burkheim know. is like a very, it's a, a very like hard to get into club in Germany. Oh. Um, that they have these like super crazy bouncers and like you're not they like put tape over your phone so you can't like record anything like oh, okay. and it's very like debaucherous so like like that place there's a place does like that in, me, there's a place like that in um in los angeles that everybody talks about i can't remember what the hell it was it's like super famous I don't, like some uh, anyway yeah but okay i see i see but but, but like burkheim is like the most crazy one right of, all of them um so yeah, anyway, good, give it a Google. There's like, yeah, there's a lot of interesting information about Bergman. Anyway, um, it was, it's something that I learned about during the pandemic, I think. So, <laughs> okay. Me. Um, yeah, so back to the teachers, they're combing through the Gossip Girl archives and Kate says that she's jealous of Gossip Girl, which I was like, that's an interesting line of dialogue. Explore that a little bit more. And she's also quick to defend the students. Like she seems like they, she really cares about them. And she says, it's not their fault. They were born into power and influence. They just need a guiding light, which makes me think like, I want to know more about Kate's backstory. Like what brought her here? What made her want to be a teacher? Um, anyway, she says, um, the teachers kind of then after that the teachers get their sort of like stasis equals death moment that like spurs them into action when martine comes into the teacher's lounge tells them that she's been fired and then they're like oh my god we have to do something like we can't just all sit here like ducks waiting to get fired um so whitney is the one to pass her phone across the table every time i say whitney i think zoya and i just like wrote the name wrong but there's like a character named whitney but i think i'm like i accidentally typed whitney peak anyway um, she passes her phone across the table and her screen shows a fresh new Gossip Girl Twitter account and Kate tweets hoping that it will get the student body's attention. Um, one of the funny quotes in this section was, we're supposed to send them here, um, send them, what? <laughs> it's something like, we're supposed to make them into Barack Obama's, not Brett Kavanaugh's. And I was like, LOL, that's funny. Um, and then it made my brain go one step further from that. And I was like, oh my God, it's Chuck Bass on the Supreme Court. Like what's going on? <laughs> Um, I don't I think, think so. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, this is, I hope not. No, no, I, I hope not. I certainly hope he not. He probably got a cabinet position, though. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Um, <laughs> I can't stand him. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, that like the lack of reference, like what Chuck Bass is doing. But like we made sure to include what Dan Humphrey and um, and Nate Archibald and like the way. OK, the way Kate says Nate Archibald is just like it's like, OK, <laughs> like. Because she says that, like, she says Caroline Kennedy, who I'm like, I know Caroline Kennedy because she's the mother of, like, hot Kennedy grandson, John Slaughter. <laughs> it's like, Nate Archibald. I'm like, oh, God, okay. But, like, and good I, Kate Keller. <laughs> it's like, everything is, like, very, like, throaty. Like, uh, yeah, like do you want me to do my Aubrey impression? That's a deep one, too. She's in your house <laughs> and in our friend group with your boyfriend that's my Aubrey Audrey she uses like another that. word like uh fa- it's like she said like facilitates she uses like a really like, odd way yeah it is way yeah yeah the way so but like so the fact that they've like also they talk about Blair and Serena like in their like feuds and about Gossip Girls so like the fact that they, like Chuck Bass is like omitted kind of feels like it's on purpose right it's interesting to me that they don't say anything about where those characters are now they only said mention dan humphrey and Nate archibald as As like where are they now so yeah 
where's everyone else? Right, because they talk like kind of at length about Serena and Blair, at least. Um, mm-hmm. They don't like really talk about like where, what they're doing, but like they like they talk about them in high school. Right, right. And like or after. Presumably they don't, re- like they talk about them as like pretty like close I guess like um like they have like they know who they are and like they Mm -hmm. use them by the first name basis instead of like two randos that you didn't go to school with so I don't know yeah but they're also only using their names in that way after reading the archives I think yeah I don't think they're talking about them like that before they start reading so I don't know if they if Serena Blair like nobody's now love that for them goals yeah I think that would I honestly I think I don't know if that would work for I think it would work for Blair in the same way that like Eleanor Waldorf was like not a nobody but like quiet lived a quiet life with uh with uh Wallace Shawn uh yeah yeah. (laughs) (laughs) he's one that I really hope we say I would love a cameo from Wallace Shawn I don't care about anybody else honestly that would be like so great like he I don't even to like do like a commencement speech or something like that like I don't care what he does like because really he has like no purpose your education not enough (laughs) like very removed so it would be weird for him to just like be at Constance like yeah because he's I I definitely don't see that but right but like I would love it I don't care how we have to shoehorn that one in there even if he's like at a restaurant and someone runs into him I don't care Um, but Zoya and Julian are reunited in the bathroom, gushing about how their plan worked and showing each other their matching tattoos. Um, Zoya's was like more like a stabbing with a seam ripper, but like, okay. She's 14. She can't go into a tattoo shop. Right. But it, I thought it was like they both had the same mole, like that their mom had. Like it was like a genetic <laughs> thing. I like definitely thought, cause she's like, here, let me see yours. I'm like, oh, okay. They both have like a birthmark. That's the no, same. They got matching tattoos. They hadn't even met yet. And they got matching tattoos. Right stab this was that meeting for the first time right we got a stick and poke but you know (laughs) um so they um there's they're stoked to see each other and they arranged for zoya Zoya to get the scholarship to be able to come to constance now this is presumptuous that that uh zoya does not know that they that this has been arranged for her um by yeah uh julian at this point zoya thinks that she has earned this fair and square which like no but but they they arranged zoya to get the scholarship oh yeah for like zoya to like her applying right like yeah zoya knows she applied for a scholarship right right (laughs) she knows she's there on scholarship right she just doesn't know like how easy it was for her to get that scholarship (laughs) she thinks at this point she thinks she earned it right which you know okay um so (laughs) there's something unsaid about their mom we're presuming she's dead and we later yeah, find out that like, this is the case I look i don't like gossip girl as a dead parent show i'll watch it but like i'm annoyed right there's a lot of dads lots of dads which like is very against like True. what we have you know seen in disney movies throughout the years strong fatherly presence which like i'm not upset about mm-hmm. but that's true really though like the only parents that we saw i think were dads like we see yeah. julian's dad we see zoya's dad we see two dads from that right right we've seen four dads for three kids so have we seen any moms and i i don't think so i don't oh wow shook obi mentions his mom and we see a photo of this mom this dead mom but yes dad. this mom this yes exactly um which <laughs> And some, I think it's implied. They never actually outright say like, oh, she died in 2002 or something. Like they never Right. Like she says, I think Julian references. (laughs) Right. I mean, Julian says later, like girl with the mom who died young or something like that. Like Julian, like outright says like her mom is dead. But like, I kind of got like, I feel like I got that when she like kissed the picture. I'm like, no one has a picture of their mom. They just like blow a kiss to when they leave for the day, unless she is no longer with us, which like, yeah, I don't know how realistic that is either like if I had a picture of my dad like I'd be crying 
Maybe that's just like a me thing, but like I couldn't do that. It must have, it must be a long time, frankly. Well, and like they both have the same picture. I don't know why I thought that was weird, but like it was like parent trap where they have like half of the picture. <laughs> like they have like the middle of a picture, like they have like a picture with her holding each of them or something on each side. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, it's interesting. It's crazy, but like, well, I guess they're they're three, no, they're two years apart because right. Julian's a junior and she's a, she's a freshman. So yeah, I guess that makes sense. My but brother that's and I are fifteen. Time to yeah, like your... my brother and I are fifteen months apart, and he was two grades older than me. So like, and, and I'm a September, he's a June. So he was the youngest, I was the oldest. So like, it's possible that they're like pretty close in age, but like also, but I, don't I will know say there. there will be a Zoya birthday episode, so she will okay. be having a birthday very soon. Okay, in the fall. Okay, but it depends on if it's an August birthday or a September birthday. I think I think the cutoff September. Yeah, they could be in August. I don't know. Anyway, yeah, true. <laughs> Move on. Um, <laughs> so Julian tells Zoya about her plan. Um, that Zoya will be integrated into Julian's friend group. And like I said earlier, the plan does not make sense to me. Her friends know that Zoya is her sister, but she wants to get her in the group based off of a lie. Like, and the lie that she tells actively makes them think of Zoya more negatively than how they would feel about her if she just told them the truth. So it's just like all around a bad decision from Julian to start us off here. That's all I have to say. Yeah, like it's 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 just a weird. It's too much. It's too much. We didn't need all this. Um, but I also thought it was kind of weird that the two girls, when they're talking to each other in the bathroom, um, they refer to each other's fathers by their first names instead of saying like, "Oh, your dad. What does your dad think?" or like, "What does your dad know?" They said like Nick and David Justin or something like David, that. David. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what it was. Something. Something with a D. But like, they, so like we're sure we'll learn. There's too many people on this damn show. Right, I'm like I feel like, it, but too many people. Yeah, like I feel like your dad would have made it. Like I was like, who the hell are Nick and Davis? Like who are these people? Or like whoever they are, Nick and somebody else. And then I'm like, oh, the dad would have made it a lot more clear. Right, but they did do that on the first one. Like you never heard them call Rufus your dad. They, you never heard them call Lily your mom or Miss Vanderwoodson or something. First of all, because you don't know what Lily's last name is. I don't know. She had a million last names. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but like it's always Eleanor. It's never Mrs. Waldorf. Ms. Waldorf. Yeah, and I guess it would make sense. I'm like, like, what are their titles? Like, I I think it's just because they're they're young, and it's like they don't really like. I would never call like if I'm meeting my friend's parent, even as an adult, if I'm meeting a friend's parent for the first time, I'm not just gonna like jump in with their first name. Like, I'm gonna say, I mean, like, I'll usually say like Miss whoever's you know. I don't know. Like, I don't know. I just feel like it's like. It's a respect thing. Yeah. And like, it's just weird that they also that like, they know each other's dad's names. Like, I mean, I get that they would know, but still like that they're like they comfortable were, using it. So like familially. And they also were like texting for so long before this. So I'm sure they were like talking about each other's dads before. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So the group hangs out on the Mets steps and everyone seems so confused when Julian tries to integrate her, her being Zoya. <laughs> um, Zoya <laughs> and Obi bond over their favorite charity, uh, which like, Zoya sees this pin from like 15 feet away and it's it the size so of a nickel. Small. It's so small. Yeah. Quarter at best. It's like, like, is that a nickel on your shirt or are you a member of the blah, blah, blah chair? Like I, it was insane. It's um, some, and it's also like some weird, like seals. It's something. Fake. I don't know. It's not right. real. But like, it, it was, a real it was like a weird name too. Like it sounded like something that would be like in California. Like it sounded like a beach cleanup group or something. I don't know. It was weird. The, well, oh, never mind. I was going to make a clueless reference. And I was like, nope, not going to do it this time. Um, so Zoya offers, does need to do like some kind of cameo though. <laughs> so 
Sequoia offers to volunteer with Obi and he is textbook guilty rich wanting to like do all this volunteer stuff um which God, like when a rich person volunteers their time instead of their money like that is the first way to piss me off like when you go to Haiti to like help build houses no like give them the money that they you would spend on your flight to like employ someone like that's how you build an economy you don't build an economy by giving Delta $600 anyway that's my own right there's like a, especially to do like on like work you're not qualified to do like people who like go to like <laughs> Africa to do like medical yeah. work it's like you're not a nurse doctor <laughs> or here but that's yeah. the vibes that I'm getting yeah. from yeah, this, yeah truly yeah he's anyway you have a billion dollars I don't want your time I don't care <laughs> right go yeah be be a philanthropist don't be a volunteer you don't need yeah. to be a missionary buddy mm-hmm. um so Julian invites Zoya to their night out um yeah I think we kind of talked about your points here, but you know, we like Julian so far. Yeah. I'm just like, I, I know, I know this show and I know to be sus, sus of Julian, but like, I really like her. I know. There's and I think because I wasn't, face that is like, she's like, and I didn't like, honest. like, I, I didn't like <laughs> love her in like the interview stuff that I, yeah, she's a great actress. Uh, I mean like the stuff that I like, even the interviews and stuff, I wasn't like connecting to her. And I'm just like, but if this she wants like, to come on and let us interview her. Oh my God. Happy we love you. We're obsessed. Cool. I just like, wasn't connecting with like the idea of her character. Like it just wasn't like hitting for me. And like, I didn't feel like I like got her, but like yeah. she is running this show. It's, it's so almost good. as though like in my mind, I didn't, it was harder to sell me the idea of Julian, but like once I saw Julian in action, I got it. It's, I understood. Right, right. It, yeah, exactly. Like, is she, yeah, it's not even like, it's like, it's because she doesn't fit with like the context of the old show. Like she like doesn't seem like so, like she is so different where like the other people, I can like slot them into how they fit into like the old Gossip Girl, like narrative kind of like concept. But like Julian is so different than that. And like, I, I love it, but um, yeah, yeah um, I like it. Yes, totally. So the teacher's tweet, did I read the last one or did you? <laughs> I think um, I read the last one though. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <it's your turn. laughs> oh, the teacher's tweet has gotten zero likes. Bummer. It's relatable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they passed Monet, Julian, and Luna in the hall uh, where Monet makes a comment about which one she's going to get fired next, which is like, the worst uh, this is enough to spur on kate they uh all the teachers meet up at kate's apartment later and decide to go another route in scram what a novel idea they'll tag people to make sure that they see as in like the students um uh of the school and they decide they need to pick their main characters and they decide to go with julian and zoya and drop the sisterhood bomb to um to prime for another bigger bomb and it's only now that we get a title card which is 20 minutes 21 minutes into the show and the iconic Kristen Bell gossip girl voiceover so moving into act two yeah the fact that we're 53 minutes into this episode we're just not getting to act two pick it up right but we're, you know um, we'll get there it's fine the second half the second well act two is not half but like the second area the first part is always going to be going to take more time and then we'll get a little mm-hmm. faster through that here anyway um I gotta say now that I know that Instagram does not let brand new accounts tag users, this whole thing falls apart because they wouldn't get notified if their tag didn't go through. You might be like, Miranda, how do you know that? I know that because I made an Instagram for the TVT, or oh my God, I made an Instagram for your one and only source pod. Um, It's at your one and only source pod on Instagram. Um, It will be linked in the description. Please go follow it. I would love you forever if you went and followed, but um, the, (laughs) our Instagram is beautiful, by the way. says me the person who's curated to perfection truly and I've had nothing uh, to do with it so I'm doing a great job um <laughs> you can't tag when you're a brand new account you can't tag other users um which is something that I learned when I tried to like tag the people in my edits that I was making so uh this whole thing falls apart but like good to know 
I actually laughed out loud at the note. I can't remember who the character was who said I it. I think it was Rafa. Okay, so because he has the funny lines, like he's, he's the one that I'm like, oh, okay, Mr. Yeah. Corbin, like you're interested. He looks like a vampire. To me. <laughs> he fits. So he fits really well. Uh, and he notes that, like, also, if you thought this before, why didn't you say something when they were like creating the Twitter? Because he says, she didn't like, ask. She just made it. Yeah, she does like throw the phone, on, and it's like not even Kate who makes it. It's like somebody it's else. Whitney. And she, yeah, and she just like chucks the phone onto the table and it's like okay Kate I guess this is your phone now like but uh Rafa says that Twitter is only for meme sharing conspiracy theorists and Lin-Manuel Miranda and all I can say is these teachers are losers I gotta say I really miss a time when like Lin-Manuel Miranda wasn't a meme as someone whose first name is Miranda and middle name is Lynn it's upsetting it's spelled (laughs) no it's not it's spelled like a woman's name but it's like so sad to me but if I married a man whose last name was Manuel like I could make Miranda Lynn Manuel have it. I'm not going to. I would never do that. Um, but it's 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 something to think about. <laughs> but like I could imagine like you like, you know, like at a stage door, like getting a playbill autographed by Lynn Manuel Miranda and being like, I'd be like my name's Miranda Lynn. <laughs> my name's Miranda Lynn Manuel. So <laughs> wild. Um, so I'm obsessed with Max. Max had the funniest moment to me, and it was so subtle. Max gets the notification and immediately goes to Gossip Girl's page. Block. <laughs> like, he's just not here for the shit. And to me, that's like such an accurate character note because like Max does not need to put up with this. Like he has people to do, places to see. Um, and I just like, I can't, like it's it was so funny to me. Um, I also love um, them at the bar, which I guess this should be at the next point so we can talk through the next paragraph and then go. Because okay. we haven't talked about them at the, at the bar yet. Okay. That's fine. After lying to her dad, is this me or is this you? Yeah, this you. Um, after lying to her dad, Zoya joins the group at the members-only bar in Dumbo. I think they call it Dumbo Hall. I don't know if it's mm-hmm. real because I googled it. I couldn't find they it. said like it's Dumbo. Uh, Julian they says say Dumbo like, House, not Dumbo Hall. Or they no, Dumbo she says Dumbo Hall, Hall, not, Dumbo Hall not Dumbo House. Yes, and I know what Dumbo House is. What is that's it? all I got. It's the Soho House in Dumbo. Oh, okay, okay. So anyway. Um, <laughs> Zoya is wearing a dress that was sent to her by Julian, and at first they all disregard the blast. It's probably some no one. Everyone seems to seems mad that they're there, most of which Obi. Aki's just along for the ride. He offers Zoya a Topo Chico to replace her martini. I kind of loved that. I was like, I like that. What Aussie. is, what is a Topo Chico? It's a um, premium sparkling water. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so Julian explains that St. Jude's and Constance are now in the same building, although classes are separate, which was an interesting note. Seems as though even the upper crust had some COVID real estate shifts, interestingly. Um, she also gives Zoya a crash course in where to be seen. And they talk about Mrs. Keller, Ms. Keller, excuse me, um, and how hard she works and how underpaid she is. And Julian attempts to add Zoya to the group chat. <laughs> um that's like a huge step adding someone to a group chat like you're marrying them right well and like you're basically yeah I mean they basically create a new group chat later but still um it's a bold step especially like without anyone else's like not consent but you know like without anybody else like agreeing to this she just like does it you can tell that like Julian seems to be the glue that holds all of this together like she's mm-hmm. the glue that holds the friendship together she's the one who's friends with like luna and monet you never see aubrey like hanging out with luna and monet um max is kind of off in his own world i don't know why he's hanging out with them but like right. julian's friends with aubrey who's dating aki julian's dating um obi julian is besties with luna and monet like julian is the, the yeah is the connection yeah tr- yeah i definitely agree um 
also i just figured out the uh uh the club i was thinking of earlier and we're just oh. talking about a club so i was thinking this is i mean like i feel like it's not as exclusive as like it once was maybe um but bootsy bellows that's what i was thinking of um i'm pretty oh, sure like is that exclusive I, like, I think it used to be, but it's not anymore. Like, I feel like oh. people used to have, like, uh, like celebrities used to have, like, I, for some reason, I thought at one point it was, like, a pop-up situation. Like, it would, like, move, but I, it mm. doesn't. Um, I don't know. I feel like I hear about people going there all the time, but. Right. I, I mean, and it's right by Soho House, so I don't know. I, I don't mean, know. everything's right by Soho House in terms of, in LA, I feel like yeah. every, everywhere you want to go is, like, right near Soho House. Yeah, know, I feel like, like it, it used Saddle to be. Ranch, right by Soho House, yeah. not right next to it, but, you know, down the street. Um, yeah, it's, like, and it's on Sunset, so I, for, for some reason, I thought it was, like, definitely used to be more, I, maybe it wasn't ever, but, like, I feel like I used to hear about it being more exclusive than it was, or is, currently. Um, but, yeah, so, <laughs> unlike this, uh, this very exclusive situation, uh, club thing, like, a members-only club, which is great, but, like, they're all 17 and like no one over 21 is going to be paying like actual like membership money to hang out with drunk high schoolers in my opinion yeah imagine going to a bar and like having it just be overtaken with 17 year olds and bodycon sequins and like people hooking up with each other like behind curtains but like fully seeing into the rest of the like it was obnoxious right it's like some like fire festival guy stuff this is like billy mcfarland's like this is what actually happened this is like epstein's of... island stuff. <laughs> oh, no. right uh yeah not really i, I was like Back. yeah i think like this, yeah it's like some kind of like weird like i mean i'm sure it's like very exclusive like and it's you know the way it's characterized but like it mm-hmm. this is unrealistic um yeah, it helps that it's not real for me I'm like oh, okay yeah it probably is unreal like I, you probably can't google it yeah and like I know in the original they were always going to like whatever hotels like I don't know the random no-name places yeah like hotel places yeah like I don't know random places hotel bars for some reason which like mm-hmm. seems weird but I guess it's it was because like Chuck owned the hotel so they yeah they served minors yeah <laughs> um so also like Obi in Obi's in the elevator with Zoya and makes this like really weird um like remark to her like he like doesn't realize who she is and then he said he like tells her that she's unrecognizable even though she like looks exactly the same and he tells her that she looks like Julian which is also a reach because like one has hair one doesn't no and one does not have hair like (laughs) did you think like your girlfriend put on a wig tonight like what are you talking about Obi like like, she looks nothing like your girlfriend you know how some people are face blind (laughs) Obi's whatever the opposite of that is like he's like only sees the like potato of a face right right it was it was a weird uh that it was a big reach for me Mm -hmm. um but yeah uh (laughs) A uh, weird point of like conversation. We talked about it earlier um, for Zoya to just like start talking about how little private school teachers make. Like I felt like it was like a paid ad for like private school teachers of America or like Catholic school teachers fund yeah. or something. Like it was it was too much. She was too into it for like it was it was a lot for it's me. It's very social justice warrior as though like private school teacher is like a protected class that like needs people to speak up. Like they're it's a job you take voluntarily so I don't know but right it's it's interesting to think about and I thought it was interesting how in this moment like Monet and Luna were talking about like oh hence the Zara and then when they say like how little she makes Julian says Kate would be so much happier at Madewell in my mind the price points of Zara and Madewell aren't that different am I wrong um yeah and also like that's yeah you're like comparing apples and oranges you're comparing like nike and h&m you know like even though those Mm -hmm. price points are a little different too but like i mean 
it's like one Madewell is like a hiking fit not fitness but like hiking and like outdoor like what? gap no. gap style no. clothes <laughs> are they like no. I think they're like not like 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 the gap like those no, Madewell is like office clothes okay so I always like see like like khakis and stuff like that yeah, it's like, definitely J. Crew vibes. But okay, like, it's okay. office stuff. It's not like okay. picking stuff. It's not LLB or something. Which like is like very okay. Okay, it's not um, Eddie Bauer. Yeah, <laughs> and I was definitely like Eddie Bauer would have been something I would have guessed, like similar. <laughs> but yeah, like uh, yeah, like Zara and Madewell, like definitely similar class of like price yeah. points for sure. Yeah, in my mind, I was like, she is. She was like, she'd be so much happier at Madewell. I'm like, she looks like she's wearing Madewell. Like it's, it's fine. Right, um, right. Zara, I feel like is uh, like maybe a, like a little bit more expensive but I don't know no I think Zara is a little bit cheaper I think Zara also has the reputation of being worse quality and like you know Madewell has the reputation hence their branding of being made well right. um right so right I think yeah. like Zara is more of like a fast fashion but like mm-hmm. a little bit more upscale but like and Zara is much more trendy like Madewell right. you're not going to get as many like trends you're going to get more basic like staples that will last you a while mm-hmm. um and Zara is like this will only be in on trend for two weeks so it'll last you two wears anyway like an expensive um, H&M in my uh, in my eyes I think of it more as like an expensive forever 21 because like that's okay yeah experience of it for me is it seems a little bit more like Forever 21, but I, I don't wear Zara because I don't fit into it. Their size range is very limited. I've heard terrible things about their website too. Um, yeah, it's an awful website. Yeah. And like, I, I digress anyway. Yeah. I will say, um, speaking of fitting into things, uh, it's a very diverse show. No body diversity at all whatsoever. Um, no. And that is something that I would definitely love to see in the year of 2021. Um, I volunteer, like hit me up. But, um, but I'm just like, where, like, where is anyone above a size two? Um, I can tell you where they are. They're on, they're in High Still School Lex. Musical, the the show. That's High School okay, Musical, the one, musical, the show. <laughs> there's two, two, I think, bigger people on High School Musical, musical the series. Like, I don't know better than this <laughs> yeah it is but it's like come on guys like you're you're diverse in every other way and I don't want that to be like you know oh this white girl like complaining that like she's not represented on the show that's like super diverse but it's like you make a point of making this show super diverse like I can think of something else for you to include as well and maybe they'll do that as they bring in more characters and like leave some of the side but like even a teacher like why is there not a plus size teacher like right what's going on right because and like also why are all their teachers like under 30 like that's because they're getting their start and they make less money maybe if you're older and because they get fired so fast they can't keep them right fully. right the older the older more experienced teachers are like no thank you like we're exactly. done exactly yeah um I think that's probably why anyway um so Audrey walks away and comes across Max and two nameless people making out in a corner of the bar Max attempts to seduce her and I say attempts loosely because um it seems to be working uh, she puts it <laughs> forefront but like it's it's working um and she immediately pulls Aki into a back room to hook up which why does this room exist in this bar if not just for hooking up um, and like why and, doesn't the door close all the way yeah she no I think she specifically like leaves a curtain cracked a little maybe it's like coat checkers so I don't know but she leaves like something cracked open a little bit so that she can like stare at Max while she's hooking up with Aki also, but like Max, also like, so like Aki can can see out like it's like I, I mean, don't think so. I don't think Aki. No, he looks Aki up. He no, Aki looks up and and sees like he sees oh, okay. her he sees looking at there. Max. Yeah, I didn't catch that. Yeah. Um, but I also thought that scene like went on way too long. I was like, we get it. Like, <laughs> keep it moving. Right. There was there was a that was I mean like which like I don't like hate that it's you know that's like an HBO Max like 
perk, if you will, which like, I don't know. I'm glad like we got something, you know, like yeah. it's definitely like what I was expecting. So yeah, I would agree. And I think um, it was also like Josh Saffron tweeted that um, when it was announced that they were going to air the show on CW today, I think it aired at like eight o'clock today on CW. He was like, I did not think this was going to happen. So we need to do some editing. <laughs> Right. Which like, I feel like they definitely have time to edit out. Mm-hmm. Like if they're going to put it in a yeah. hour time I, slot, I think you like can do nine minutes. I think you also can make that work pretty easily. Like you literally just do a quick cut when like Aki starts to duck and everyone right. knows what's happening. Like right. you don't need the moaning or anything. Like it was just, it was a lot. Um, and where, oh, so it makes sense to me. Where, where am I? Oh, okay. Um, and then Gossip Girl posts again, this time dropping the bigger bomb, which is that Julian bought Zoya the scholarship. And she lied to her friends when she told them Zoya just showed up. Everyone is mad and Obi takes this as an opportunity to head out Zoya in tow. Um, and it does make sense to me that they all get tagged in the post. It just doesn't make sense to me that a brand new Instagram account is able to do it. And now, like, because originally when they were all shown getting the blast, I was like, do they all have notifications turned on for Gossip Girl? And it's like, no, they get the notification because they get tagged. Um, so it's starting to like make a little bit more sense to me. The rationale between, behind Julian doing this also starts to make a little bit more sense to me. Like she didn't want her friends to know that she helped Zoya get in, but like they could have known that they knew each other without necessarily knowing that Julian bought Zoya's scholarship. Like they could have known that they were friendly and that they should trust Zoya without being like, I bought her scholarship, like, because then they wouldn't like her either. So I don't know. I the rationale there behind Julian, especially because you like had a lot of time to think this through. So, like hypothetically, in my mind, Julian contacted Zoya because they were like in quarantine and she was bored, probably. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I should probably get in contact with the sister that I have. And um, it's like you had a lot of time to think this through, think out the way that you were going to do this, and you did not do it correctly. So everything you get after this, it's your own fault. Right, right. Like there were like several steps in which she could have like, like she informed them of nothing and like she could have informed them of different pieces of this plan and just didn't. Um, And like, I think like Aubrey, Audrey, Audrey is, (laughs) uh, Audrey is like her, which like, I just don't think, okay. So the part that I understand, like, I understand that they're like upset that she didn't tell them the way that she knew her or that like, they were closer like yeah, they were on, like, ultimately no one is upset that julian bought zoya's spot everyone is upset that julian didn't tell them right but like zoya is super upset that yeah, she bought her the yeah. spot which like i like okay i don't i don't know i don't feel like that like i feel like this was like something that julian did to like make sure like I feel like that's an easy way that's an easy turn for like julian can just say i like really wanted to make sure that you were here with me you know like I really wanted to like make sure that we got to spend this time together like I didn't want to leave it up to chance or up to somebody else to like decide that for you and I wanted to make sure you got this like great education yada yada like I don't feel like that's hard to like convince her like you this isn't it's not you know like I get that you like think you're here on merit which is great but like I wanted to like like be a hundred percent sure and like I get that like I think Obi has the best like argument here like he's like I'm your freaking boyfriend like presumably mm-hmm. they've spent a lot of time together over the last year especially with quarantine so like how would you do all this without and Aubrey and like they aren't even that into each other anymore question mark I'm yeah like, and they're like spending the night with each other yeah and then like Julian and Obi it's it seems as though they haven't seen each other in like a year or when they reunite <laughs> like I don't know. right and I think um I don't 
know, like thinking about like what happens later in the episode, I, I don't know that like this is all Julian's fault. Like I think like maybe like Obi like ha- possibly like hasn't been there very much. And like, that's why oh, she yeah, he tell. seems very checked out. Right. So like, and I get that he's like, you could have told me. And, you know, I kind of see both, both perspectives. Like I could see where she's like, you know, this was something that like happened and I wanted to keep close and you weren't around. And like, I can yeah. see where he's like, I'm, I'm your effing boyfriend. So like, I see both group, sides. Yeah. The group as a whole is a very judgmental group, which I kind of understand because they're like these rich people that I'm sure have been like used for things their entire life. Right. Um, but none more in terms of judgment, none more than Obi, but like, because if I was, if I was Julian, I would probably be under the assumption that like, if I told Obi the whole truth, he would judge me. And like, he already seems like he's judging her quite a bit for like her Instagram stuff. Yeah. But like, I don't think, I don't don't think he, he even gets to judge her for like, for, for spending her this money this way, or like making sure this money goes towards Zoya. Like, I feel like if anything, like, like this is her doing something nice for someone else. Like, it's not like, I get that, like, you know, it could have gone to somebody else, yada, yada, but like, also it was her, like, it's her family's money. And, you know, if she wants to like, direct it however she wants it's her it's like, family's money but like is it a tax write-off because they're donating sure, it like, but like this like things you want to be like mm, right like they, they not... just say at the end that it's fraud which makes me think like but like she also I, she does say that like her dad is the, like her dad funds this scholarship and he's the one who should technically be like making these decisions but like she's the one who did anyway it did for him essentially mm-hmm. i mean i don't know i just like didn't see this as that big of a deal like i didn't think that like this was like as yeah i think that's this right. was like her doing something like relatively nice and like ensuring that like she got to know her sister better and mm-hmm. it like seemed fairly genuine and like sure she kept the secret but like whatever i don't know i didn't think this was that big of a deal and everybody like thought yeah. it was this huge thing my thing is like we should not be having to tease out the motivations of this main character so much like it's a pilot these things should be much more clear to us like we should not be having to like speculate on her motivations episode one right but I think like it almost makes her more complicated like it adds depth to her and like everybody's reactions like I think like she's going to be the one who like has the most like twists and turns you know like the the most depth basically and like I hope so love yeah right right and like and Zoya also but Mm -hmm. I mean I, I didn't like hate this setup. Like I liked the place that we got to with it, but like it wasn't super plausible. Yeah. Um, so it's pouring rain outside, of course. Um, so Obi and Zoya stop into his apartment slash building and um, Obi's mom would be pissed if they got the floor wet. Um, so what kind of floor is this? Yeah, that's not a thing. Like floors are meant to get wet. That's like what they're for. And like right? they have someone cleaning this house. Come on. He could afford to buy new floors. Like right. his mom would not kill him. Right. Yeah, exactly. His mom probably won't be there for days. Um, so know. they just like take off their clothes in the entryway, which is like in front of this giant window, which you have a right to privacy. Um, but it's like caught on camera. He like caught by this mr pervert teacher who's like I call taking him mr pervert and the dog like this is weird why is he, he there what is yeah what, is he following them yeah he it. presumably like follows them home from this club and is taking pictures of them out. right in the port he's in the pouring down rain and he's taking pictures of them through uh disrobing facing in opposite the in the pouring rain <laughs> facing opposite directions like disrobing in an entryway of a house like it's Which so entire issue could have been solved if it if you know what i'm showing you right now is is the window if they were standing like this instead of like this entire problem is solved well, i mean like, if they were standing like one 
if if they just moved like 90 degrees so Obi was standing and then Zoya was behind him so that the teacher taking the photo could not see Zoya like the whole thing would have been solved it's because of like their very specific thing which I understand you got to do this for the plot but it's like come on guys like use your brains like but they also like someone's watching you when Gossip Girl exists but they also like weren't facing each other so like it's it's like face away have Obi face the window have Zoya face you know behind right but like like I also don't feel like like it, they didn't seem like they were like on a ground floor either they were like on like a second or third floor or second yeah. floor couldn't have been a third floor um, but like so he was like he able, building. and like also how is this guy like taking a picture from the ground into a sec in the pouring down rain like it just does not seem very plausible to me but whatever um so has water damage <laughs> yeah which like if it's a newer iphone like you probably not. not but still like the picture cannot be good quality and like good it's weird the lights were low in there if the lights were bright maybe but they were right not. because it's also dark outside so is he using a flash like it's no you couldn't use the flash but if it was if there was light in the window and not light outside you would be yeah. able to much more clearly see in the window either way it's a lot um so <laughs> we gotta move on <laughs> Obi, Obi and Zoya um go inside and they like talk and bond and Obi explains that his relationship doesn't feel real anymore and that Julian's too caught up in influencer stuff to be the same person as when he started uh, that when they started dating uh Zoya tells him that the origin uh about the origin stories of the uh Zoya and Julian friendship and gives Obi hope that the old Julian still exists um so <laughs> back to these teachers are just bad shit this is like literally stalking they're taking pictures of like semi to possibly fully nude uh minors like you can they, say children it's fine <laughs> like be an adult for like a single second like one second in his defense he knows this is weird like he says afterwards that he should be arrested for taking this picture which does that make it better or does it make it worse I'm right like sure but he does like share it immediately like he goes to kate's house and shares it exactly but, like you could have just been like this is too creepy i'm gonna delete the even like even in the process of like ta- going back to kate's apartment he could have deleted those pictures like there's just like no realm of world where he needed to be like hey let's post these like there that's too much quick question i'm gonna try and do this so quick olivia um if your co-worker shows up at your house at 9 p.m in the pouring rain and you already think he has a crush on you what do you think is your probability of being murdered like how terrified was kate for her life when you showed up in the pouring rain at nine o'clock at night i mean like she's she's a uh... I don't, I don't know. She's weird too. So I feel like she's in, not into it, but like, she's not, <laughs> she doesn't like, seem into it. She's not like mad. Like she's no. like excited. He got these creepy ass pictures and she's so like, let's creepy. do this. So she's like, thank you so much for getting these. So I didn't have to be the weird one. <laughs> right. Right. So like, she's not like mad about it. Mm. Um, but in the Zoya and Obi scene, like I, okay. So I honestly see like zero, like chemistry between mm. Obi and Zoya and Obi and Julian. Like, I don't, like, Obi has no chemistry with anybody. Like, I'm not getting that from any of them. Z- Zoya and Obi, like, seem to at least, like, make kind of sense. Like, they're, like, personality, like, they, like, their personalities, like, jive a little bit better. But, like, there's, like, no longevity in this re- Obi-Julian relationship. Like, it's just impossible. I don't believe it. Yeah, absolutely. I I just think, I'm gonna go on a limb here. I just think, like, Obi's not that charismatic. So I'm, like, I really like Julian. I don't get why she's with this weirdo. Like, I like Zoya. I think Zoya makes a lot of sense to me. I don't get it either. Like, I don't know. It just, he, he just seems, we don't know enough about him, frankly. Like, we know that he likes to donate to charity. Like, what else? Right, right. Be, yeah. Like, I don't feel like that's like a person, like being charitable does not a personality make. And like, he's- And people who make charity, their whole personality are psycho. 
Like I've made very strong psychopath claims. Like he's not even, it's not even, I don't think he's like a psycho. I think he's just boring. Like he's just, he's just boring and like, doesn't have, and I think like, not that Zoya is boring. I think like she definitely like builds, but like her like character builds certainly, but yeah, he's, he's Melba toast. (laughs) A callback. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, Zoya heads home just in time for curfew. And when she wakes up the next day, the pervy photo has been posted to Gossip Girl, complete with comments that actually seemed pretty realistic. There was one that was like very, it was very much a TikTok comment. And it was like Julian RN. And it was like the eye emoji, lips emoji, eye emoji. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like, that was what I paused and read the comments. And I was like, that's funny. Um, and, uh, Zoya calls Julian, who explains weirdly calmly that Gossip Girl is out for her and Zoya is just collateral. I don't understand how they're back all of a sudden to being like best friends just like that. Like it didn't make sense to me, but whatever. I guess they're sisters. Like, yeah, there's like you just do that. Well, like, like I feel like it. it makes sense for, for Julian. It like doesn't make this is not like a normal sister relationship. I could see that for like normal sisters who like mm-hmm. actually like know each other, but um, but like I don't see this like. I feel like if I'm Julian and like Zoe is calling me, I'm like, oh, are we good now? Like, and yeah. like Julian is like very rational and calm, like thinking, like very like logically thinking yeah, like, through what's going on. Right. And like, let it blow over. Exactly. And like Zoe, Zoe like presumably just forgets what happened last night, which is, you know, fine with me. <laughs> and it so yeah they're just like friends again it doesn't seem like julian knew how seriously everyone was going to take this which kind of makes sense if you're not like super familiar with gossip girl but um interesting yeah so uh, julian plans a public showdown where she looks to get um to get her power back uh from like gossip girl and involves her walking in a christopher john robert rogers show sorry uh zoya will have a seat but make a scene when they don't let her in but this is actually for an the plan is for like an after party so she's gonna have a seat at the show but not be on the list for the after party and then she's supposed to like throw a fit um and then obi will be seen taking julian's side um it's a rough plan but that's fine so um the next scene we get is Aki, Audrey, and Max in Max's closet. LOL, there's a metaphor there. Um, Aki and Audrey are still angsty about the whole like Julian thing and them lying, but like Max does not care. Honestly, <laughs> like Max is an icon. Like I love him. He's just, he's just not like bothered. here. Yeah, he's just like here. For a good time, not a long time. Like to like like consensually push everybody's limits you know like sexually like he's like I'm interested in you let's see where we can take this and like if somebody's like no he's like okay cool like truly nothing nothing shakes him which is like great I need a friend like him like I just need that energy in my life at all times not from me but like from someone I care about I guess yeah um we all need a max in our lives yeah that is not my energy let's be clear but like I would love to have someone with that energy yeah 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 um so uh we're sorry <laughs> I keep losing my place so Max then dresses Aki he, like picks out a shirt for him um and Max or Aki literally says I don't like to stick out and it's like bro you have pink hair <laughs> like, yeah like I think about? that that was like the that stuck out to me like I physically wrote down that note I was like this no stop it <laughs> stop yeah, it I, I think you I wrote down that. this note and you made it pink though I think I added both of these notes no I I typed in because I no I added both of these notes <laughs> um the oh, two okay. bullets. I yeah. also had both of these. So oh, really? Okay. Where did mine go? I'm confused. Oh, I don't know because I have them like physically written down 
from or, oh, from I. the first watch. Yeah, no, I definitely <laughs> added these. Weird. Okay. Um, so they change together, which um, I have two words to say here: female gaze. You can tell this is directed by a woman. Oh my God, um, yes. But also female gaze. Inter- the other thing that was very female gaze to me was when in the courtyard scene when um, Aki grabs Max's face and says, "Oh, this is what you look like without a mask." I was like, "Whoa, female gaze!" Like there it is. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, and I think like they know their audience. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't think a lot of guys are getting this as like the top of their feed for. No, but I think we could enjoy it. My brother loved Gossip Girl, the first one. I mean, yeah, and I think like um, this this Gossip Girl definitely I think skews more female, just because it's like more not artistic, but like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's but like, like Dan. Dan was an interesting character. So Dan was the one for like the boys to use as the self insert and like be interested in. It was the same with OC. Like they had Seth and what's his name Ryan. Was, uh, <laughs> thank you. Right. Yeah. And it's like there's not that guy in this show. Right. He's right. Not that guy. Right. Because like in the same way that like uh, I feel like a guy would even like connect with a Chuck Bass. Like they're not connecting with Max in that way. <laughs> like it's just not miss me with that. <laughs> right. <laughs> um no but I mean like in that like same like role like definitely if we're like drawing lines between who these people are like connected to Mm -hmm. not the same audience but like same 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 yeah um and it's also female gaze because literally Aubrey is watching Audrey is watching them (laughs) yeah like a uh literal physical female gaze um love to see we love it Yes, yes. Um, so opportunity objectification, please. <laughs> um, Monet and Luna try to get Julian to. Care. Oh, did you say this? Uh, the Andy Cohen reference counts as Real Housewives. I would say yes. I'll oh, give you that. Perfect, perfect. I-, I think that's the only one I'm getting for like. No, as Olivia no I mean, as like as an as like I think that's the only time Andy Co- the way it was so like it was a throwaway. Oh, yeah, that's like, the only time they're going to reference it. We're not going to talk about Real Housewives of any- anymore or Andy yeah, Cohen. No, but you definitely got you got Olivia Jade and Real Housewives of New York. At some point, you're going to get De Blasio. They did mention him. I think that's all you got. I got. We can talk about this at the end, or yeah, I'm just going to keep going right now. <laughs> okay. Um, I got Sweet Green and mm-hmm. Billie Eilish. I think that's all I got okay so yeah yeah I'm still holding strong on Olivia Rodrigo like getting in there somehow all the Olivias there's <laughs> love you having all the Olivias so if like if there's like an, any Olivia reference and then you can have a point for Min- Lin-Manuel Miranda so any Mirandas any Olivias yeah anytime you say Olivia you get a point anytime you say Miranda <laughs> I get a point perfect um so oh shit oh my god I just scrolled way too far up okay um so Monet and Luna try to get Julian to see or care that Zoya seems to be playing her and she doesn't until they say that Zoya is stealing Julian's followers, which she reacts to. Um, yeah, that was Mon- the only part of that that she reacted to. And I was like, interesting, because it just doesn't like, I don't know, Julian seems so nice and grounded. And then you like talk about her influ- Instagram followers and she like shifts. I don't know. It doesn't well, and if you think about it, like if she if she's like a real influencer, she presumably has like a lot, like hundreds of thousands, at least she, of followers. She's worried about it. Right. Like the only people who are seeing this stuff are people who go to school with you. So like she might be getting like a couple hundred, but like there's there's just no way. Well, uh, Gossip Girl had, there was at one point they showed the Instagram account and it had 5,000 followers. But if you're an influencer with like a hundred thousand, I don't know. Yeah, it's not that big of a deal. That's true. Um, but Monet and Luna have their own plan. They're going to frame Zoya as sabotaging Julian's big moment, walking in the um, the fashion show, and Gossip Girl, aka the teachers, are watching it all go down via live stream at Kate's house um, mm-hmm. on a computer. 
Uh, Monet steals Zoya's phone and Luna gets Max to take a dick pic. They use airdrop to send it from Zoya, uh, from Zoya's phone to everyone at the show, right as Julian starts walking down the runway. Zoya gets kicked out and it's captured on the live stream. stream. Monet and, and Luna tell Zoya that they are the ones who, uh, who did it. So every time I say Zoya, I like second guess myself, by the way, like every time I'm like, wait, is Zoya the name that I'm supposed to be saying? Like, I keep, I was yeah. with Zara. I think I'm like, wait, is this Julian? Like, is this Whitney? Is this Luna? Like, I don't know the name Zoya. I have an issue with, I'm sure we'll get used to it, but yeah, I, I think like Monet, Luna and Zoya all together, like yeah. is especially when Julian's mixed in there too. I'm like, what yeah, yeah. Um, I do the same thing with like Aki and Aubrey. I'm like, wait, and Obi. I'm like, oh my God. they also Aki and Obi. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, yeah. Uh, I love it. <laughs> the HBO Max reference, uh, self-referential to succession was grouped with Shakespeare and the Bible. Like, you know, all the same. I love it. <laughs> um, this was an interesting choice to me from Monet and Luna because it's like, now they're the ones that are going to ruin Julian's moment, which it seems like you wouldn't do to your best friend. And it's like, they keep saying how important this is to our influencer career, which they seem to really care about, but it's like, they're going to ruin this big moment no matter what. Like, it seems like you could have found a way to hurt Zoya without hurting Julian too. Unless they're doing this because they're still mad at her, but I don't think they're mad at her anymore. Yeah. And also from like an adult perspective like this is a professional opportunity for julian so like this could potentially also like ruin her relationship with the designer like yeah how mad would you be if you were christopher john rogers and like everyone at your fashion show got this like 18 year old stick pick like, like you'd be pissed yeah yeah it, it's like yeah it's definitely it's it's a weird way to do it um it also seems weird so they like um so monet and luna bump into i think it's a i think luna bumps into um Zoya and like that was Monet okay it might have um, yeah yeah it was yeah, yeah. It was okay it was and then she hands um, the phone to Luna and is like yes and the then part. they go yeah okay so um Zoya and Monet like bump into each other and Monet like chastises her for having her phone out in general and she's like you can't have your phone out at these things but like this fashion show is like literally a public spec like a publicity spectacle everyone so like their phones out at fashion shows like right that's the point and it's being live streamed so like yeah that's the whole point of this like whole situation is to have your phone out so I thought it was kind of but, weird but they can say that to Zoya because Zoya doesn't know that necessarily. yeah but like she's 14 right but if I'm like seeing everybody around me with my phone out like I'm not buying it I don't know I think she like listens to them She's naive, I guess, but whatever. That seemed like a weird one for me. Yeah. Also, really hoping that Max is 18 so that it's okay for right. everyone else to serve. But it's also like illegal for his nudes to be on Zoya's phone, too, right. even if he is 18. So, um, either way, either way, not good. Um, so, yeah, Zoya confronts Julian for letting her minions do all of this. And then we learn that Zoya moving was originally Julian's idea. I think this was kind of implied, but not confirmed until now. Um, they also confirmed that, like, the mom died young. And ultimately, Julian gives Zoya an ultimatum. Ultimately is the usual way that people give people ultimatums. <laughs> Didn't really need to add that. Um, so, Julian says, You can learn me or leave. And Zoya refuses to choose, because, which is the option I think everyone should take at an ultimatum, unless I'm the one giving them an ultimatum. <laughs> so. Um, she's not playing Julian's game. Obi overhears the confrontation because he's like in the car and they're talking right outside the car and he breaks up with Julian. Julian seems to care about two things, her followers and Obi in that order. Mm -hmm. So this seems to be a big blow. Right. Uh, so like, I don't totally understand. So Zoya makes this point to that, like seemingly Julian was like supposed to stop this in progress, I guess. And like, she does. And it's like, she's busy. Right. Like she's in the middle of walking on this runway 
like how was she supposed to like jump down and be like no 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 she's with me like yeah it's like maybe she could have said something but like she's no she like again this is a professional thing you cannot just like talk (laughs) to people you guys just got here's the story behind no it's like like, it's like oh like what if she was like on a stage for like a theater you know like if she's like in a production of something or whatever is she supposed to like talk to the audience to to be like oh hey like this no no that's like actually crazy that she would think that that was going to happen sorry someone is screaming outside and i really hope it's an animal not a person (laughs) are they like Um, saying words hopefully i i don't know um (laughs) uh but also like this standoff between um zoya and julian is like very jenny blair standoff like this like basically you can either like respect me or gtf out of town and um and like but also like made me think like well wasn't why like why was jenny banished from manhattan eventually like i think like this is like i feel like this is definitely leading somewhere i mean like we know where it's leading but still like i think this plot line has been used before yeah well that's the show has been used before it's fine. <laughs> right right but i mean like of all the things that they've changed it's like they have this like standoff and then she's like no nah, i'm gonna do it my own way and then it's like mm-hmm. okay well we know what yeah. happens from here so i don't think zoya, they're gonna banish zoya but like you know i yeah, see the irony zoya doesn't seem like the type to banish people like i think they would just haze her until it was time to leave <laughs> right right I think yeah she's not she's not gonna be the one she's not gonna get the blood on her hands but like mm-hmm. where like Blair was getting blood like she was doing the stabbing basically but like I don't think Julian is gonna do that I think she's just basically gonna like take a step back and let uh Monet and Luna run wild yeah if I feel like if I was Zoya like my piece of advice to her if, I guess this counts on like her being able to afford it I'd be like get out of here don't spend your freshman and sophomore year at Constance like come back when you're a junior so you can apply to colleges being from here like and because that's you know the reason is her seeming reason for wanting to be at Constance a to be close to Zoya and two to like be to get to Yale drama I think Mm -hmm. um a choice but you know maybe we'll learn more about her her acting um aspirations I don't know um but it's it's like that would probably be my get my vote for like what she should do but I do understand, like, you're a freshman. You didn't realize it was going to be this bad. Julian was so nice. Like, I don't know. Because it does seem like, I don't know, Julian seems nice. And she seems like she's being poisoned by all these people around her. Right. So, like, my advice would be, like, almost the polar opposite. I would <laughs> say suck it up and kiss Julian's ass for, uh, you know, like, kind of, like, ride those yeah, coattails for friends, as long as possible. But... Right. Like, have, like, somebody, like, your own, like, in your grade or whatever, like, people that you can be close to, but, like, you keep that relationship strong. You know, she's sending you gifts on a daily basis, expensive gifts. Not that that's, like, the only motivator, but, like, she also seems to, like, genuinely kind of care about you, and this is the girl who's, like, has the ability to protect you in certain situations. Like, I'm kissing her ass all the way to the bank. Yeah. So Zoya returns home and her dad is pissed. He saw the story on TMZ because he does not have Instagram. Zoya doesn't get any real punishment besides the shame of never knowing if she would actually have gotten the scholarship on her own, which honestly I think is punishment enough. Um, I also really want to take a magic eraser to Zoya's front door. She comes in and I was like, oof, like, ow, it like physically pains me. Um, so we finished with Aki and Audrey uh, back in bed and Aki is telling Audrey that it's fine to think about Max like while <gasps> oh, they're doing the deed. Can you imagine because- if someone said that to you? 
I mean, <laughs> I feel like it's weird that she actually like says the words, I'm sorry, it's taking me so long. And like, this isn't the first yeah. time we've heard her say that. It's just yeah. like, I, I get like, clearly you're not in the moment. So like, but like, maybe let's not verbalize that. Like, I'm not saying like, I have any advice to give, but like, that made me uncomfy for both of them so yeah, it was definitely it was definitely uncomfy right and like I like it like I thought it was great that like Aki is so like open and like honest with her so that's you know cool for me Aki's cultured you know he's, he's cool about, like, I, and like his I crazy movies like Aki seems yeah. very cool lots of references I didn't understand welcoming I will that we rename this podcast one to <laughs> funny to me <laughs> I don't think anybody would ever find no, us no one would, um, but, I love <laughs> but yeah like I like really like Aki and I like how like he's just like really cool like he's not cool in the same way that Max is cool but like he's like really like into like both of them being happy so like I, I like that for both of them um Zoya's dad starts to email Julian's dad and then deletes a message uh and Zoya shows up at school in a sweatshirt and natural hair and makes a plan to go volunteer with Obi. Julian's watching Obi and Zoya talking from like this awesome like second balcony. This like shot, this like shot of like all the characters kind of uh, on these different balconies was really cool. I like that. Um, yeah, I remember seeing the behind the scenes when they were filming that and being like, ooh, looks cool. Yeah, it like it, it was a cool shot. Like I'm sure I feel like it was probably like really easy too if you like already had like it just like put it on a track and run it. But like it was a cool shot. Um, and Julian's watching from a from the balcony and she's clearly pissed and she turns around and like runs off and she runs directly into Kate Keller again so um but this time she's like super apologetic um and I guess she's like supposed to be like learning but I don't think she's learning I think she's scared um and she compliments Kate and uh, like her blazer which is the same blazer from before you can um, learn fear by the way like right, being scared right. like of something is learning yeah, yeah she's, she's afraid not of. she's she's not learning like to be respectful like to she's not learning she's not like any she doesn't respect kate anymore i think she's, no, just, but she's like, learning that like my actions have consequences right right exactly which like i don't know okay um it seems like uh it seems like kate isn't really like I don't know uh she sees she's very prideful and she sees that what they're doing is working and she said the future she says the future is ours again and stares right down the barrel of the camera um which so my whole thing is I don't I totally understand the correlation between like I don't I don't really get why Julian would all of a sudden be like more respectful towards the teachers if she's like fearful of her reputation with the students yeah well it always seemed like she I think she's just more like respectful in general and you know when they're having that like conversation at the party thing now she knows that, like Kate Keller doesn't make that much money so maybe she feels bad for her like I don't know she's just being nicer like she's overall being more nice and more like considerate of these other people that she yeah. doesn't know that well and I think like it's very obvious like her confidence has been like rocked which mm-hmm. it like puts you in a different perspective like of how you're like going to treat people mm-hmm. um but yeah, I thought it was like, I understand, I understand like why it was put in there and like, but I, I don't know. I don't necessarily think they like correlate in this, like the way that like Kate takes it is like, oh, our plan is, our plan is working. It's like, okay. But like, is it though? Because I don't think it would work that fast. I don't think it would, but I think it's like, oh, good sign. Like our plan is working. That's some positive reinforcement. Let's keep going. Right. Um, the thing that I did notice that was like a cool progression was Zoya's wardrobe. So after this happens, like she goes back to school and she's wearing a, an outfit that seems much more kind of true to her. Like her hair is much more natural. I don't know if it's actually her natural hair, but like it's much more natural. And she's wearing like a sweatshirt instead of 
the like dress thing that she was wearing. She's wearing her own shoes. Um, I just like that for her. Yeah, yeah. I, she, um, it definitely works for her. I think she's like beautiful both ways, like either either she direction. So she's pretty. she's adorable, but um, but yeah, I I she like reminds me of Zoe Kravitz. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah, there's also a real reason that Kate doesn't carry a Yeti, something that Jordan suggested that she do earlier on. It's bad sound design when she gets pushed over twice an episode. She's quite literally a pushover. Right, also um, like- A Yeti it's... falling on that tile floor is like horrible. But like, also, can you imagine like um getting slammed it, like with or a Yeti? Like, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. That's stainless steel. <laughs> this whole show could be avoided if Kate Keller just like watched where she was going. And that's where we, we finish. <laughs> right, right. Um among other things but yes uh so we uh we'll go through this quickly because we are way over time <laughs> okay um so winners and losers for the episode um explain this so the episode each episode we're going to each pick a winner who which character won the episode and who lost and like maybe reason why how many times is too many times to pick max i mean <laughs> If you can like justify it. Okay. okay, okay. Fine. Great. <laughs> and then we're also going to post on our Instagram on um, your one and only source pod Instagram. Um, I'm sorry. The Instagram is so long. I tried my best. For, uh, for anybody who would like to submit their own winner and loser for each Please episode. Tell us. tell us all of your thoughts. I want to hear if you have problems with anything that we said, let us know. If you agree with us, let us know. Um, I want to know about it. So Olivia, who is your winner? And why um, is it Max? <laughs> I mean, if it's not Max, that's fine. I was joking, but this episode, okay. Um, I think the winner is. I think it's Zoya. Like she kind of like finds herself a little bit. Like she like mm-hmm. figures out like what she wants, where she's gonna like, what direction she's heading. Um, I think she like definitely wins. Yeah, I would agree with that. I think. Um, uh, I'm not going to. <laughs> not like actually. Um, the person that I think won the episode, I think I, you know, I gotta say Max. I, I enjoyed him the most. I thought he did a great job, and the accent did grow on me. The lack thereof. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he he's he's great. I I want. I'm excited to like see more growth or like more of him just generally. Um, I have I have my loser ready to go. If you go for it, please, yeah, please do, please do. I look. If your name in the doc is Mister Pervert, <laughs> you have lost yeah I think I'm sure the actor is very talented the real person I'm sure he's great but like no <laughs> right I think like the like big obvious loser is like Julian like she's definitely like taking steps backwards however okay. like that is yeah um he's Mr. Pervert he is rough rough that it's hard to come back from that mm-hmm. you can definitely come back from me saying oh he looks like a colon but you can't come back from those are two separate characters but still right right and like just knowing that like your teacher like if they ever found out like this was their teacher could you imagine being like oh yeah my teacher was sitting out (laughs) followed me home from a bar that I was at when I was 17 followed me home with a guy and uh stood outside my window and or stood outside the window and took pictures of me disrobing for a gossip Instagram account like no mm -mm, I don't like it horrifying right right I mean it's not it's not like a sexual assault scene but like Mm -hmm. not great however I do think this like pilot overall was 
fantastic. Like one of the better pilots, right. One of like the better pilots I've seen in a long time, I think. That's good. I would have liked it better if they did a few things, like if they made Julian's motivation more clear, like Julian seemingly is the main character center of the universe here. And I'm like, I don't know why you're doing that. Um, But if they build out the guys a little bit more. I like that we did kind of the girls first, but like build out the guys a little bit more. Um, fewer teachers, like there are, there are gripes that I have here, but overall, um, so happy that we got this. So happy with the product and excited about where the show is going to go. Yeah. It's what, it's a pilot that like, I feel like often now, especially with like the binge culture, there's a lot of like the I'll watch the first episode right it's slow to get going like I'm not into it at the in the first couple of episodes and like this one just hits the ground running and like there's so much like plot development just even in the first hour I love it like hit by a train (laughs) right which like I think has to do with like there's so there's a full series of like background information that they just like presume so they can hit the ground running but like I have to do that world building yeah but like but it's it works I mean they do it's 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 a good great pilot I'm like I'm definitely impressed for sure um if it had the same like production design as the first one wouldn't have liked it as much it looked beautiful um so as far as our predictions drinking game maybe we get into that next time like think about your predictions and things like that um I am going to put on our Instagram a little graphic of all of our different predictions that we have along with like a current point count I can calculate um I think we're both at two right or are you at yeah you're at two um so yeah, that's uh, that's where we are. Very exciting. Yeah, I'm excited for the next episode. I'm like ready to go. Us, I know, so excited. Um, do you want to take us through the plugs? I'm here waving my coaster. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Um, yeah, so if you enjoyed this podcast and you're listening on Apple Podcasts, um, go ahead and rate us five stars. That'd be amazing. If you're feeling extra generous, leave us a review also. Um, you can talk about our podcast to anyone who will listen. We'd really appreciate it. Um, if you have friends who are also watching Gossip Girl, tell them about our show. Um, we are definitely trying to have as much like engagement with and um audience interaction I guess you could say as possible so that would be fantastic we're all in this what else are we doing like I'm obsessed message us about it like I want to hear about it um and you can do that at your one and only source pod at gmail.com if you want to send us something a little bit longer with your predictions thoughts feelings um you can also slide into our dms on instagram at your one and only source pod we're going to work very hard on like interactive instagram content if you want to find us there um polls responses all of the good, you know, Instagram stuff. And um, yeah, excited to, to see y'all over there. Yeah, it's gonna, I'm, I'm excited. I think this is going a good direction. Yes, love to see it. Um, cool. That's, that's all we have for you. Yeah. So, so. <laughs> yeah. So um, and I think we're going to try to consistently be Fridays. With, hopefully. Hopefully. Um, hopefully Fridays. A, yeah. Fridays, Fridays would be great. So that's what we're aiming I think, for. Yeah. It's definitely when it's, when it's, doable for us yeah and here's my thing there's only six to start off with like right, let's just right. see how this six goes it's not like we're going to be doing this every week indefinitely forever like exactly there's 12 episodes in season one like we can do it yeah yeah so um so look out for us to drop episodes on fridays so we'll yes. see you next friday see ya bye, bye.